Hello, good morning. God has a lot to say today. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to my friend, Sean. Sean has a big decision to make, and let's see where God directs him. I just hope he puts it in God's hands to make the decision for him, because that's all we can do is pray on every action we do. Good morning, listeners. So, reading from Joni Tada, she's telling us that Christians often try to forget their weakness. God wants us to remember it, and he wants us to feel it deeply. We want to subdue and free ourselves from weakness, but God wants us to rest and even rejoice in it. Weakness makes most Christians feel sad and shortchanged. Christ teaches us to say, I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. Most Christians think that weakness is their greatest hindrance in life and service to God. But God tells us that it is the secret of strength and success. It is our weakness, heartily accepted and continually realized, that gives us our claims and access to the power of him who said, My strength is made perfect in weakness. The bottom line is, don't feel shortchanged about your weaknesses. Join God in celebrating the purposes for each one. Ooh, that's a lot to ponder. Pray with me. Father, you know my heart. Even after all these years of weakness, it never becomes easy to accept. It never feels natural to have someone do for me what I would so much rather do for myself. Even so, I praise you today for every weakness that keeps me leaning on the power of your mighty son who loves me and gave himself for me. Amen. Listeners, sometimes it may seem That chronic pain has one goal, to rob you of joy. When the agony bites with its sharp teeth, you can even lose the joy of your salvation. But you have to be alert to it because it can easily slip into a dusky coping kind of Christianity, the kind that muddles through just to get by and stops us believing in God's deep concern or hope of his deliverance. Don't go there. It is a white hot lie from hell. Certainly pain may test any Christian's metal, but it doesn't have to destroy your faith. The devil may whisper that God has abandoned you 
but he hasn't. God is with you. Jesus endured pain beyond our comprehension, but he did it so that for the joy set before him. And he offers that same endurance to each of us. So make this your prayer today. Dear Lord, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Pray with me. Lord, I do lose joy sometimes. Maybe the devil steals it, or maybe I just become so diverted and distracted that I forget where I put it. But praise your name. What is lost can be restored, and what is misplaced or mishandled can be found again. Please restore your joy in me, deep in my spirit, Lord. Let the fountain flow again. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, I'm reminded that your word urges, set your sights on the rich treasures and joys of heaven. Be the lifter of my head today. Help me to fix my gaze beyond the troubles, disappointments, and heartaches of my current circumstances to the beauty and rewards and never-ending joys of life to come. Amen. As the psalmist wrote, As for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. Yes, Lord, it is good, sweet, satisfying, and peaceful to be near you, to crowd in as close as I can to you, to be quietly in your presence as you go about your work and I go about mine. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back. We got more. Told you. It's powerful today. And prayers to start your day. Romans chapter 15, verse 5. May the patience and encouragement that come from God allow you to live in harmony with each other the way Christ Jesus wants. Continuing to be a source of encouragement to your family and friends is the reason that God put you here. It is to serve and encourage other people, starting with the people who live under your roof. As a follower of the one from Galilee, you have the opportunity to become a beacon of encouragement to the world. And you can do it by looking for the good in others and celebrating the good that you find. As the old saying goes, when someone does something good, applaud. Then you'll make two people very happy. Even a brief word of appreciation can make a big difference in someone's life. How many people will you encourage today? 
the answer you give will help determine the quality of their lives. And guess what? The quality of yours. Kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. Pray with me. Dear Lord, let me celebrate the accomplishments of others. Make me a source of genuine, lasting encouragement to my family and friends, and let my words and deeds be worthy of your Son, the one who gives me strength and salvation this day and for all eternity. Amen. And don't forget to pray about your decisions. James chapter 1 verse 5. Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and without criticizing, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like a surging sea driven and tossed by the wind. Have you asked God for his guidance in every aspect of your life? Well, if so, then you're continually inviting your creator to reveal himself in a variety of ways. And as a follower of Christ, you must do no less. Jesus did make it clear to his disciples that they should pray always, and so should we. Heartfelt prayer produces powerful changes in us and in the world. When we lift our hearts to our Father in heaven, we open ourselves to never-ending source of divine wisdom. Do you have questions about your future that you simply can't answer? Well, then ask for the guidance of your heavenly father. You have to sincerely seek to know God's purpose for your life. Ask him for direction and keep asking him every day that you live. Whatever you need, no matter how great or small, pray about it and never lose hope, listeners. God is not just near, he is here. And he is ready to talk with you right now. Right now. When there is a matter that requires definite prayer, pray until you believe God and pray until you can thank him for his answer. Ooh, I like that. Pray with me. Dear Lord, today and every day, I will pray about what matters great and small. I bring my concerns to you, Father. I will listen for your voice and I will follow in the footsteps of your son. Amen. And listeners, we are to cease complaining. Most of us have more blessings than we can count, yet we can still find reasons to complain about minor frustrations of everyday life. To do so, of course, is not only short-sighted, but it is also a serious roadblock on the path to spiritual abundance. 
Don't you want to feel more comfortable about your circumstances? Then promise yourself that you'll do whatever it takes to ensure that you focus your thoughts and energy on the major blessings that you've received, not the minor inconveniences that we all occasionally endure. Okay, I like it, I like it. So the next time that you're tempted to complain about the inevitable frustrations of everyday living, don't do it. Make it a practice to count your blessings, not your hardships. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, I know that the choice is mine. I can either count my blessings or I can complain about my disappointments. Today, Lord, help me to focus my thoughts upon my blessings, listeners, upon my gifts, and upon my opportunities. Amen. And lastly, from this book, let God be the judge. The Bible instructs us to avoid the temptation to judge others. Okay? The Bible instructs us to avoid the temptation to judge others. Even the most thoughtful among us may fall prey to a powerful yet subtle temptation. And that is the temptation to judge. As Jesus came upon a young woman who had been condemned by the Pharisees, he spoke not only to the crowd that was gathered, but also to all generations when he warned, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Christ's message is clear, and it applies not only to the Pharisees of ancient times, but it applies to us also. So the next time you are beset by the temptation to judge another human being's motives, catch yourself before you make that mistake. Don't be a judge, be a witness. Pray with me, dear Lord, you have commanded me not to judge. So keep me mindful, Father, that when I judge others, I am living outside of your will for my life. You have forgiven me, Lord. So let me forgive others. Let me love them. Let me help them. And let me not judge them. Amen. Let me not judge them. Stay right there, listeners. No judgment. <laughs> Don't go anywhere.
and commanding your morning, a daily devotional. It says, let God release his power through you. God is right here with you, living inside of you, ready to release his kingdom through you. Every believer is equipped with an arsenal of incredible life-altering and world-changing power. For those who rightly esteem the privilege of assessing God's armory of possibilities, each word spoken through or by that person holds enormous, innovative, potential, creative, and re-creative power. Pray with me. I decree and declare today that I am anointed for this time and season. I have been empowered by the Holy Spirit to pray with authority and to fulfill my destiny. Spirit of God, I release you to move freely in my life. I decree and declare that I see no impossibilities. I see only more chances for you to show your strength on my behalf. In the name of Jesus, amen. God will sustain it. Whatever God bursts through you in prayer, he is also required to sustain. You see, it doesn't matter what human beings formulate, plan, and strategize upon the earth, for all of it will ultimately come to nothing. God is a big God who created a big world for you to do something big in it. He is always trying to communicate with you and prayer is the means by which you can engage him. So pray with me. Gaze your eyes up to heaven. Clasp your hands together. You are faithful, God. You called me and you will complete the work you called me to do. Nothing is too hard for you. Even things beyond my wildest dreams are easy for you. I decree and declare that you who made the earth by your power, who established the world by your wisdom and stretched out the heavens by your understanding, are ordering my steps today to fulfill your purposes. You are a big God with big plans for me and I will walk in all you have for me. I declare that you are tearing down every Jericho wall so I can possess the territory you have prepared for me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hi listeners. In the Catholic Church, this period of time is called Advent, and Advent is for adoring Jesus. It is a season of preparation for that special day when we mark Emmanuel's arrival, the coming of our eternal God in frail human flesh. This is the greatest wonder of history's many wonders, something too stupendous to celebrate just on one day. So Advent is a way of lengthening the joy of Christmas. There are some brief devotional readings and, uh, you know, for us to carry to Christmas Day. Our prayer 
is that God would use these readings to deepen and sweeten your adoration of Jesus this December and keep him as the center and greatest treasure of your Christmas season. The candles and candies have their place, but we want to make sure that all the Christmas rush and hubbub is about the Jesus that we adore above all. Prepare the way. Luke chapter 1 verse 16. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit of power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers of the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. Amen. Mary's Magnificent God, Luke chapter 1, verse 46. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humblest state of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy in his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of, his, of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Amen. The long-awaited visitation, Luke chapter 1, verse 68. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. For God's Ordinary People, Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus to all the world that they should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinus was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. Amen. No detour from Calvary. Luke chapter 2. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes 
and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Peace to those whom he's pleased. Peace to those with whom he's pleased. Luke chapter 2 verse 12. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Amen. Messiah for the Magi, Matthew chapter 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? Amen. Bethlehem's supernatural star. Where is he who has been born king of the Jews, they said. For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Matthew 2. There are two kinds of opposition to Jesus. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem was with him. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Matthew chapter 2, verse 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Okay, we'll continue more as Advent continues. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back to conclude today's podcast. And God's purpose for your life. 2 Corinthians 12, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Never fall into the trap of thinking of ministry as your work for the Lord. The truth is that we're not even able to live the Christian life on our own, never mind make an impact for the kingdom of God. Even though we may genuinely want to honor the Lord, no matter how diligently we try in our own strength, we will keep slipping back into bad habits and fall short of all he has for us. If we feel completely helpless to change our own hearts and situations, how can we hope to change anyone else's? The good news is that you were never meant to live the Christian life or do ministry in your own strength. The true, the true Christian life is not so much that you live for Jesus, 
rather the Christian life is Jesus living through you. And you are thus empowered to do the work only he can do. My friends, my listeners, my brothers and sisters, God has chosen you for the service before you so that he can shine his power through you so that when the work is complete the work is accomplished <coughs> people won't look to you they will look to him so do not despair about your inadequacies rather submit yourself to him and rejoice that his glory does indeed shine through you jesus Thank you that ministry isn't dependent on me, but on you working through me for your glory. Amen. This is a daily podcast. Please make a donation if you can to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen statin forward slash support we want to stay on the air our rankings are high i'm so glad that you come and pray with me each day see you tomorrow bye for now